The first 30 days after you release your book are the most important days of your book's entire life. If you're an indie author, the first 30 days are when you have a chance to get that coveted number one new release badge on Amazon. And more importantly, it's your chance to attract readers without them judging you on a low number of reviews. Readers are suspicious of books that don't have a lot of reviews, unless they're a new release. So if your launch window ends without your book having a few dozen reviews, it becomes incredibly difficult to get more sales that will lead to more reviews after that. If you're traditionally published, the first 30 days of your book's life are when bookstores determine whether or not to keep your book on the shelf. If the book sells briskly, if they sell out of their stock, they will order more books. But if they do not sell, the bookstores will return the books to your publisher. The dreaded returns, and then they may never order your books again. Traditionally published authors are judged by the sales of their last book. And if your first book didn't sell well, you may never get a chance for a do-over in traditional publishing. So many author careers die just a few weeks after their first book comes out, even though it sometimes takes them years to realize it because they keep getting rejection after rejection and they're wondering why the reason was because they had a bad launch. So what do you do to get your sales to spike right out of the gate? Well, that is what you're going to learn in this episode of Novel Marketing, the longest running book marketing podcast in the world. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr., CEO of Author Media, and this is the show for writers who want to build their platform, sell more books, and make a difference with writing worth talking about. Now, I would like to start by sharing with you an ancient fable that has the secret to an effective book launch. One summer day, a grasshopper danced and played, while on the other side of the ground, a colony of ants were hard at work storing up food for the winter. The grasshopper invited the ants to play, but the ants replied, we don't have time to dance and play. We need to prepare for the winter, and so should you. Stop worrying so much. There's plenty of food and time to prepare for winter. Let's enjoy life, the grasshopper responded. The ants just ignored him and got back to storing up food. In that year, winter came sooner than expected, and soon all the food was gone. The grasshopper found himself without having anything to eat, so he went to the ant's house begging for food. I'm sorry we can't help you. We don't have enough food to feed a creature as big as you. If we tried, we wouldn't have enough food for ourselves, was the sad reply that he got. I should have followed the ant's example in the summer. I would be so happy now, the grasshopper thought sadly, as he starved to death. So, the moral of this Aesop fable is prepare now for challenges to come. And this is the key to a good book launch. It's not as much about knowing what to do as it is about preparing ahead of time. Both are important, but preparation is key. So why do a book launch? Well, launching a book is like storing up food for the winter. It takes time to get everything in place. A good book launch is like a snowball coming off the top of a mountain that triggers an avalanche. You want the launch to lead to greater success that leads to greater success that ultimately makes your book a bestseller. Now, you may be wondering what the difference is between launching and platform. The bigger your platform, 
the bigger of a launch you can have. And this is why preparation is key because often you're preparing the platform for the launch. So one way to think of this, you have a small homemade rocket, doesn't need a very big platform to launch from, but if you're trying to launch a space shuttle, you need a giant you know, concrete platform. And so the more work that you put into the platform, the bigger of a launch that you can conduct. And if they're done well, launches grow the platform in and of themselves and success leads to success. But success requires a good book. Good launches help bad books fail faster. And so it's critical that the book itself be good and not good according to you, not good according to your editor, not good according to your publisher. It has to be good according to your readers. It has to be the kind of book they not only want to pay for, but want to finish reading quickly because they can't put it down and then tell their friends about it because they just have to talk about it. So let me share some kind of general secrets of book launching. The first secret is that you may not need to launch your book for it to succeed. There are some other methods. So one is to spend 10,000 plus on advertising. And this method is what you'll see from many pro indies. So professional independent authors who've already written a few dozen books. They tend to not use the launch method, partly because they are writing so many books, but also because they have their advertising engine operational. They know what keywords to target, they know what copy to use, they know what people to target, and they're able to buy readers cheaply enough where they don't have to do a big launch. So they save the time and money that they would have spent on a launch, and they just put it all into advertising. But until you have spent $1,000 profitably on advertising, you can't spend $5,000 profitably. And until you spent $5,000, you can't spend $10,000. So this is really only an advanced technique. And this is why you have to be careful getting advice from authors who are telling you what's working for their 20th book, just because it's working for them with their 20th book with all the money they have. When you have $50,000 in the bank from sales of your previous books, it's much less of a risk to spend $10,000 on a month's worth of ads than it is if you don't have any money in the bank, right? Your books have made you no money up to this point. Spending $10,000 plus on advertising is very risky because if you haven't made any money already, there's no guarantee that those ads will pay for themselves. The second method is rapid release. And this method does not work as well as it used to. It used to be a way of juicing the Amazon algorithm and it's still occasionally works for authors who can write really fast, but it really only works for authors who can actually write a book every two or three months. And in general, I don't recommend rapid release. I have a whole episode about the problems of rapid release, and it's been a year, year and a half since I released that episode, and I'm only more strongly believing in what I make the argument for in that episode now. Rapid release is working for fewer and fewer people, and for every one person who makes it work and makes a lot of noise about how they made it work, there are hundreds who quietly fail and don't make noise about it. And then the third method is, of course, to get lucky. Someone famous recommends your book on their TV platform or in a speech, and it rockets your sales to the moon. And you want this to happen, but actually you're more likely to get lucky the stronger your launch is, because the more you get word of mouth working for you in the early days, the more likely famous people are gonna find out about your book, right? You, maybe you want Oprah, to recommend your book, but how is Oprah going to know about your book unless one of her friends tells her to read it? Right? Sending Oprah a copy of your book isn't going to get Oprah to read a copy of your book. 
Oprah probably gets 100 books a day mailed to her. She doesn't read 100 books a day. So the bottom line is that book launches are the most reliable promotion strategies for most authors. This is true for fiction, nonfiction, indie, and traditional. It's very rare when a book launch isn't the optimum strategy. In, in my opinion, everything else you add on to the book launch, but you kind of assume you're going to do some kind of launch to help the book succeed. The second secret, and I alluded to this already, is that good launches take time to prepare. Now, if you're traditionally published, you have no choice but to wait because your publisher is going to force you to wait between when your book is finished and when your book comes out. Typically, it's nine to 12 months of waiting. But I see many traditionally published authors sitting on their hands during those months expecting that their publisher is going to do all the work for them. And that is a mistake. <laughs> so you want to build your launch with your publisher. In fact, you you can have a meeting with your publisher to talk through your launch plan if you have a written launch plan, but you need to be putting those months to good use. But often for indie authors, they are working 100% on edits, final revisions to the book, and then the book is finished, then they want to put it out right away. Why would you keep a book that's finished to yourself? Why would you do that? Well, because it takes time. You can't rush these things. And this launching too soon is probably the number one mistake I see indie authors make early on in their career. Almost every indie author makes this mistake, unless I'm able to get to them first, because they're so excited about their book. They've been working on it for so long. Right? The first book you write is always the longest it takes to write. Later on in your career, you may be able to write a book in weeks or months, but the first book typically takes years. You've been dreaming about it for more than that, and you're just in such a hurry, you can't wait to get it out. And so you post it on Amazon, hoping that people will find you on Amazon. Problem is, Amazon has, I think, a 1,000 new books published every day. Do you know what any of the new books published today were? No, you don't. <laughs> Neither do I. Which means that being on Amazon is like putting a sign out in front of your house hoping to sell books. No one's going to see it. It could be the greatest book in the world, but if you don't have a way of getting it in front of readers, they're not going to know about it. And if they don't know about it, they're not going to read it. And if they don't read about it, no word of mouth, the book is dead. Tragically dead. Book launching is a bit like farming. It takes time to prepare the soil, it takes time to plant, and it takes time for the crops to grow. Or, to step away from the metaphor, it takes time to build an email list, it takes time to set up media interviews so that they're all landing at the same time, it takes time to recruit and train a launch team, and it takes time for all the rest of it. <laughs> so you can't really put together a strong launch while you're still working on your book. You don't have enough time. And what ends up getting squeezed is the launch. No one really skimps on the last edits of the book because it's so obvious. You've got the track changes there. You've got the punch list. You're going to go through those edits. And if you're not careful, your edits will kill your launch. So you got to give yourself some time. And I recommend around six months, plus or minus two months, depending on how prepared you are. Anything less than three months is really pushing it. Unless you can do this full time and you have a lot of energy and some money, but I really recommend putting it off. And anytime I hear that an indie author is about to publish their book, I try to convince them to delay their launch. <laughs> they never want to hear it, which is unfortunate. But the, they, I've also never had an indie author come back to me and say, I should have launched sooner. 
And very often they say, I should have waited. I should have had a stronger launch, but never have I ever heard an indie author being like, man, I spent too much time preparing for the launch. That was a mistake. Never once. If, if that happened to you, I'd actually love to hear your story because I'm curious. So the bottom line is book launches work and they can work for you. You just need to give yourself the time to do it right. The third secret is that effective book launches are weird. So what do I mean by this? The key to a good book launch is that it plays to your strengths, your weaknesses, and your brand as an author. This means if it's not at least a little weird, you're doing it wrong. Because if you are copying what somebody else is doing, you'll be weird in the wrong ways. So how do you create a custom book launch for you that plays to your strengths, that plays to the desires of your audience, and fits your book? Well, we have a course to help you do that. It's called the Book Launch blueprint. It's our most popular course and we do it once a year. And registration is now open for the 2022 book launch blueprint. This course is a 28 day course where everybody goes through the material all at once. You have homework and you get to see the homework that the other students do. So you will have so many ideas by the end of this course, not just ideas from us, the instructors, but ideas from your fellow students. And the interaction between the students is one of my favorite things to watch each year we do this because you're so encouraging and helpful for each other. Sometimes you're even joining each other's launch teams. It's really great. Uh, so what I'm going to do uh, for the next 20 minutes or so is I'm going to give you an overview of the whole course and give you some tips from throughout the course. So you, you get a good idea of what is involved in a launch. Like when I say launch, what am I even talking about? Now, when I say 28 day course, what I really mean is it's a four week course. And those four weeks are broken up into themes. And each week has its own focus. And those are ready, set, go, and run. So let's talk about week number one, ready. So on Monday of that first week, you're going to get, if you go through the course, some pre-recorded training videos from me. And this is what happened, or from Jim, my co-host, James L. Rubart, former host of this podcast, and then in the afternoon or evening, we vary it to accommodate people in different time zones. We have a live office hours to discuss the pre-recorded. So you have like really tight, highly edited videos that present the material very clearly. And then interactive time where you can ask questions and hear the answers that other students ask. So the very first video you're going to get is on how to sell yourself. This session has been completely revamped for 2022. So I just reworked it. And you'll hear several of these. Every year we take a few sessions and we redo them and make them better. So we take student feedback. This course is constantly evolving. We've been doing it since 2018 and it's getting better every year. So some launches fail because the author feels guilty about promoting the book. And this session addresses that exact issue. You can't successfully launch a book if you feel guilty about launching a book. So this is why this is the first thing that we cover. On Tuesday, we talk about branding. And this is an interesting session because we do it a little bit differently. So you're going to get my four-step branding method that you've heard me talk about in this podcast, but here we make it really simple and straightforward and really clear. And those four steps are, you first, you look in the mirror and you ask, who am I? Second step is you look at your readers and you ask, who are they? The third step is that you listen to your readers about what they have to say about you and then finally, you look in your reader's mirror. So I take you through this whole branding process. You have really clear homework. People really enjoy 
doing the homework for this episode because it's very enlightening. And then Jim presents his secret braining formula. So we both teach on braining from slightly different perspectives to give you a bigger, better understanding. Because a lot of people, braining is kind of nebulous for them. And so we wanted to explain it two different ways so that you can really leave with a good understanding of what brand is and how to pull it off. Then on Wednesday, we have combined office hours. So each normal day, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, either Jim or I host the office hours and it's related to the topic. So on Tuesday, the office hours is gonna be about branding. But Wednesdays are special. There's no session that day, so you don't get any homework on Wednesdays. It's a break in homework. And the office hours are open for all launch questions. So if you have a question about how to sell yourself or question about your website, this is a office hours that's really great for that. And the office hours are optional. So not all students come to all of the office hours. And because of that, we vary them around the calendar. So we sometimes do them very late at night for our friends across the pond because <laughs> we have Australians go through this course and Europeans and uh, what is convenient for us in the America is not always convenient for them. But in general, these office hours are in the afternoon. Then on Thursday, I teach my class on from tech timid to tech savvy, how to master any technology. Now, the secret to getting good with technology is to become like a child, to reawaken your sense of childlike wonder. And once you do this, and I teach you how in this course, technology will become fun to learn. And as it becomes fun to learn, you will be transformed from a tech novice to a tech master. And I will say, I have been giving versions of this talk for over a decade, and it's one of my most life-changing talks. It's a talk I'll have people come to me years later. They heard me speak at a conference, and they're like, I heard your tech-savvy talk, and here's how my life has changed as a result of it. And so it's a really rewarding talk for me to give. And you're like, what does this have to do with book launches? Well, there's some technologies you're going to interact with with book launching. And if you see yourself as a tech-timid person, if you have ever uttered the phrase, I'm not a techie person, then it's going to be everything following is going to be a lot harder. And you know, going through this course makes everything to come a lot easier. And that's the focus of this whole week. We're getting ready for the launch. And then finally on Friday is the how to maximize the impact of your website. A good website makes everything easier and more effective. This is especially useful for building your email list but it's really, it's effective for all of it. And it's important to realize that your website is not for you, it's for your readers. The more you make it about them, the more effective your website will be. So use the word you on your website more than the word I, and you'll be well on your way to having an excellent website. And then another tip regarding author websites is that tweaking your website takes time. So while we focus on this in just one day, of the course. We actually give you most of the website material right away so that if you sign up for the course ahead of time, you can start working on your website ahead of time. And this dramatically reduces the amount of work that the course takes. So if you're thinking about going through the book launch blueprint, the sooner you sign up, the sooner you can get started on the website material and you start tweaking your website to make it more for your readers. Even before this course starts in earnest, you'll see the results of additional traffic and additional users and additional signups for your email newsletter. So that was week one ready. Now it's time to talk about week two set. 
On Monday of week two is a session on how to build a tribe of rabid fans. And this is another session that's been completely revamped for 2022. And in this session, we talk about how to connect with and motivate your readers to help spread the word about your book. And I have one tip here, and that is this is not something that can be rushed. <laughs> building a relationship with the tribe is just like building a relationship with an individual. Even if it's love at first sight, it takes time to build trust and they have to trust you before they'll be willing to help you. So this is why going through this course now, <laughs> rather than a month before your book comes out, is really helpful. Now, I will say we've had people go through this course a month before their book comes out. And some of them have seen good results, but it took a lot of work. It's kind of like going through a college course in a month rather than going through a college course in a semester. It can work, but it, it requires work. <laughs> so uh, on Tuesday, we talk about how to create a launch team. And this is another session that's being updated for 2022. And you'll notice a theme of these. We treat these two-day couplets in a pair. So how to build a tribe of rabid fans is kind of the general approach of how to get people excited for you. And then we talk about specifically how to apply that, how to put the rubber on the road with creating a launch team. Because this is the true test, right? Somebody may think they're a rabid fan, but are they willing to promote your book? Are they willing to share it with their friends? Are they willing to leave you a review? Are they willing to buy your book the day it comes out to help you hit that number one new release? So there's a lot I could say about launch teams, and I really do encourage you to go through the course if you need help putting together a launch team. But I have one big tip, and that is to never, ever use Facebook to organize your launch team. You don't even want to be friends with your launch team on Facebook. And you don't even want to be in the same group with them, even not in your launch team. So like if you're in some group of authors, you want to get out of that group of authors before you launch your book if some of those authors are going to be in your launch team. Why? Well, it's because Facebook sells user data to Amazon, and Amazon uses that data to delete reviews. So a common complaint that I see of authors who don't go through our course is that their launch team members aren't leaving them reviews. And that's not actually true. In many cases, those launch team members are leaving them reviews, but because they organize the group on Facebook, Amazon is deleting those reviews before they ever get posted. So don't use Facebook. Facebook is really poisonous for a book launch in this way. We used to, in earlier versions of this course, kind of talk through ways of getting around Facebook's big data to not get ratted out. And now we don't recommend that anymore. There's no good way to get around it. You just need to really reduce your Facebook profile ahead of your launch if you don't want reviews to get deleted. And getting lots of reviews is critical, especially if you're indie published, but even if you're traditionally published. Readers don't care very much about the stars. Pretty much all books have four and a half stars in the graphic. It may be 4.3 or 4.7, but it always shows four and a half. So the number of stars isn't very important. What most readers really put weight on is the number of reviews. So you want to get as many ratings as in reviews as you can as quickly as you can. And so Facebook is not your friend for making that work. All right. And then Wednesday, again, it's another combined office hours. And then Thursday of this week, we talk about how to write best-selling marketing copy. So this is how to talk about your book in a way that makes people want to buy your book. And the tip here is to realize that people don't care about you. They care about themselves. So you want to write about your book in a way that makes it interesting for someone who doesn't care whether the author lived or died 
or whether the author is still alive. I know that's hard to hear, but it's true. They don't care about you. And once you realize that, it empowers you to start talking about your book in a more selfless way and in a more effective way. And that is one of the many keys to writing best-selling marketing copy. And then on Friday, it's how to use email to launch your book. So again, in general, we talk about marketing copy. It's a big picture, which applies not just to sending emails, but your back cover copy and any other text that describes your book. And then we make it really applicable. <laughs> so how, what to put in your emails announcing your book launch, when to send those emails and what strategy to use. We also have some advice on how to grow your email list. So my tip here is that you can get away with a higher than normal sending rate during your launch, especially the few days leading up to your launch and the few days after your launch. So we walk you through what to say and when to say it in the course. So that was week two set. Now it's time to talk about week three, go. And go, we start off talking about Goodreads, how to get good at Goodreads and gain a horde of raving readers. I walk you through Goodreads strategies. And my one tip here is in this, you can put into practice today. And that is to start using Goodreads as a reader right now. Authors who don't use Goodreads as a reader often don't really understand how Goodreads works who it's for, and why someone would be on Goodreads. Goodreads is not a tool designed to help authors promote books. Goodreads is a tool to help readers find good books. And if that sounds like the same thing, then you really need to sign up for Goodreads and understand how it's different. And then on Tuesday, we talk about how to use Amazon to sell more books. So this is a completely revamped session for 2022 where we talk specifically about your Amazon page. So we're going to talk about amazing covers, amazing back cover copy, also bots, how to have clean also bots, what your strategy should be there, how to get lots of reviews and more and more. Uh, Amazon was a really big deal in publishing before the pandemic. And now it's almost all of publishing. They just got so much market share in the last couple of years. And you may be like, but I'm planning to traditionally publish. I don't have to worry about Amazon. No, you still need to worry about Amazon. <laughs> you need to understand how it works because you're going to care about your Amazon page far more than your publisher will. Your publisher's you know, publishing a book or two every week. They're going to do a good job. They're going to try hard, hopefully, if they're a good publisher. But if you come to your publisher with really specific suggestions to improve your Amazon page, in my experience, they always listen and they pretty much always implement those improvements. So it's important for you to know how to optimize your Amazon page if you want to have a strong launch. Then we have combined office hours on Wednesday. And then on Thursday is one of my favorite sessions. It's called How to Use Marketing Psychology to Create a Frenzy for Your Book. So this is one of those general big picture sessions. And then guess what? The day after this is going to be specifically about how to apply it. But understanding the psychology of readers, understanding how to create a frenzy, how to create that kind of Black Friday feel, which is the goal. We want to create kind of a Black Friday frenzy where people buy now, not later. Because you can get 50,000 sales across five years, never hit a bestseller list. But if you can get 50,000 sales in one week, that's a New York Times bestselling book. So creating a frenzy is really critical because if you can't get people to act now, you're not going to hit a bestseller list. So once you understand marketing psychology, you'll understand why launches are so special and how to make them work for you. And you really will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. 
And then on Friday, we talk about how to have a wildly successful launch day. So this is the day of your launch. It's the conclusion of week three. You are now started. You're off. The gun has gone. You're running down the track. And in this session, we talk all the way through what to do on launch day. And I have a couple of tips here, and they both are revolving around parties. So I really encourage you to host a launch party, even if it's just for your friends and family in real life. And also potentially consider hosting a launch party online. And we walk you through exactly how to do that in this session of the course. So that was week three, go. Now it's time for week four, run. And this week, if this is your first book, you are now a professional author, you're a published author, and it's time to do some running. You, you've got it all ready to go. You've done your training, you've done your preparation, the book is out, now let's get it to sell like crazy. So on Monday, we talk about how to create a media editorial calendar. So this is perhaps the most stress-relieving session of the whole course. Once you have a good system for capturing all of the tasks and the, all of the events for your launch, you realize it's not nearly as overwhelming as you thought it would be. So a couple of tips here. One is to start way ahead of time. One of the things you want to add to your calendar is pitches and other forms of outreach. So if you want to get on TV or you want to get on radio, you have to schedule time to do the pitching because that takes time. And then finally, schedule in rest. So you're to work hard, you also need to rest hard. And then, again, so that's a big picture, specific application, how to write winning content for guest posts and articles. Getting featured on popular blogs and websites can be the key to a successful launch. And in this session, we talk about how to make that happen. But one tip is to, before you pitch a blog to write an article for, run the numbers to see if that blog is a popular blog or not. <laughs> because most blogs get no traffic, and most traffic goes to only a few blogs. So you want to invest your time on the blogs that are popular blogs. And you'll learn exactly how to find out whether a blog is popular or not in this course. Then is combined office hours on Wednesday, followed by another one of my favorite sessions. And I know these sessions are my children. I love them all. But some of them I really love. And this one is how to go on a media tour. And going on a media tour is so fun and it's really effective and it really makes you feel like a real author. <laughs> it's fun to do podcast interviews and go on TV and do radio. In fact, just earlier today, I was digging up all of the recordings of the media tour I did for my book and it was bringing back memories. I was like, wow, I'd forgotten just how much media I did <laughs> for my book when it came out. And this session is being updated for 2022 and we're going to walk you through how to pitch to get on podcasts and TV and radio, how to nail the interview, how to thrill them so they want to have you back, and on and on. What gear to get, the whole deal. A couple of quick tips on this. One, realize you're not the star of the show, the listener is. And so really focus on thrilling the listener of the show. That's what's going to get you invited back. When you, my listeners, really like a guest that I have on, that's why I bring them back. So you'll notice some guests get brought back over and over again, and it's because they get really good feedback from you, the listeners. So when you are the guest on someone else's podcast, you want to create that same kind of frenzy. Another tip is to create a media kit and put it on your website, which will make you easier to book. So again, all of these modules build on each other. The getting good at technology module makes you more comfortable to edit your own website. The website module makes you more comfortable with your website and makes your website better. And then by the time you get to this 
module where you need to add a page to your website, you'll know how to do that. <laughs> so adding a media kit won't be nearly as hard as you go through the course. And after this session, you'll be better prepared, more confident, and less nervous. And this media training alone could cost several thousand dollars if you got it from a PR firm. And a lot of the training that's in here is based off of very expensive, uh, high-end training that I received back in my political days. This course will really set you up well to do a great media tour for your book. And then finally, Friday of the last week is how to grow momentum during the next 30 days. And this is another brand new revamped session for 2022. And at the end of this day, we don't have a traditional office hours. We have a, a party, like a graduation party, and people share the number one thing that they learned. And that's such an encouraging event because for a lot of authors who go through this, this is life-changing. Marketing shifts and launching shifts from this insurmountable, overwhelming thing to not only do I know how to do it, but I'm already doing it. And that sense of empowerment and that sense of kind of control over your own destiny is just an incredible feeling. And it's fun to hear that from the mouths of our students. Now, you may be feeling like, oh, my gosh, launching feels like drinking from a fire hose. Well, that's why I encourage you to take this course, <laughs> because the course is what breaks it down and makes it really easy. Every day you have really specific pieces of homework. And each day, if you do the homework, it's guiding you through the material. And by the time you're done, you have built for yourself with our help a custom book launch plan for your book that you can reuse for every book to come. In fact, if you buy the course, you get lifetime access to it. And we have a lot of students who go through the course again, sometimes over and over again. Sometimes they do it for every book that they write because they enjoy it so much. And it's fun to have the alumni doing the homework right along with you because often they're giving you tips and encouragement because this isn't their first time. So you may be thinking, oh, but this is a lot of work, 28 days, you know, four weeks. I don't know if I want to invest this kind of time. I don't know if I want to invest this kind of money. Well, let me ask you this question. How much time have you invested in your book? It's not uncommon for authors to spend between 200 and 800 hours writing a book, possibly more. If it's your first book, it may be thousands of hours writing your book. Typically, it's so many hours that authors don't track it in terms of hours. They track it in terms of months or years <laughs> because it's so much time. So this leads us to the next question. What is your time worth? Now, I know it's hard to put a price on time. We can always make more money. We can't make more time. But for the sake of math, let's say that you could make $25 an hour as an editor. And if we assume that your time is worth $25 an hour and multiply it by the time you've invested in writing your book, that means you could have made between $5,000 and $20,000 with those same hours doing editing. Realizing that you've invested that much time into your book, that then leads to the question, how strong of a launch does your book deserve, right? It's like the more you've invested in your book, the more you need to invest in the launch and in the marketing to help your book be successful. If a Hollywood studio spends $100 million on making a movie, they're often spending $20, $40 million, sometimes $100 million on marketing the movie because they're not going to get their money back on the movie if they can't get people into the theater to watch the movie. So what you get with the book launch blueprint is just that, a book launch blueprint. We teach you all the way along the way, and at the end, you have a custom book launch plan for your book. And as they say, authors who fail to plan their book launch plan to have a failed book launch. Part of the course is 
a private community. So we have a, a private space in authormedia.social just for students of this course. And we switched from Facebook to authormedia.social last year, and it was an incredible success. The students much preferred authormedia.social. If you are a regular community member, you can't see the book launch section. So you have to be a student to see the book launch section. But it's a great chance to connect with the other students. You stay in the community moving forward. You get the special rocket badge next to your name. And we have uh, spaces for novelists and another for nonfiction. So if you want, you can just hang out with fellow novelists. Or if you want to go see what those nonfiction authors are up to, you can go into their area as well. So everyone has access to everywhere, but there's like different lounges for different kinds of writers. In the course overall, we really try to have that perfect blend of highly produced, pre-recorded presentation of the material combined with live interactive coaching from James L. Rubart, Christie Hall of Fame author, and me, Thomas Humstead Jr. If you would like to learn more about this course, if you'd like to go through it yourself, you can find out about the Book Launch Blueprint at booklaunch.fun. Oh, and I should probably mention the bonuses. So there's some bonuses that come in the course. And if you sign up, you get these bonuses right away. And so, again, I encourage you to sign up now, even though the course doesn't start right away, so that you have a time to go through all of the bonuses before the course starts. The students who go through the bonuses ahead of time get better results. So the first bonus is my course, Art of Persuasion. This is all about how to be more persuasive. And you can buy this course right now if you wanted to, but it also comes included in the Book Launch Blueprint. And some students, even before the course started last year, they're like, I've already gotten my money's worth just from the Art of Persuasion. This course blew my mind. I've been giving versions of this talk for 15 years, so I put a lot of work into this talk, honing it over the years with things that I've learned on how to be more persuasive. You also get a course on how to get booked as a podcast guest. And so this walks you through step-by-step how to pitch and get interviewed. Uh, So a couple of questions that people often have about the course. One is, what time commitment does the course require? And we recommend that students set aside about two hours a day for the course, at least on all the weekdays except for Wednesday. So you don't have any work on the weekends. You don't have any homework on Wednesdays. But for Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, encourage you to set aside two hours a day. So for a lot of authors, they find those two hours by not doing Netflix for a month. They turn off all of their subscription streaming services and cut a few other things out. So it does require some time commitment. That said, you have lifetime access. And so if you wanted to go through the course at your own pace, you can. I don't recommend it, but you have the ability to do that. Also, if you want to go back and rewatch a session, you can do that too. So another common question is, will I get future updates to the course? Yes. So if you've already gone through the course and you're hearing me talk about these new sessions that have been updated for 2022, you will get access to those new sessions. In fact, at this point, I think every session has been updated at least once since we've launched the course. So it's like the ship of thesis. (laughs) So we're upgrading the course as we go, and it's almost a whole new course now, but built on the previous year. Is there a payment plan? Yes, we have a payment plan. Another question is, is it too late for me to go through the course? Ideally, you want to have a book that's not out yet. If your book is already published, it's too late. Which is hard to say, but most of the magic of doing a book launch is connected with those first 30 days. And it's almost impossible to relaunch a book later. It can be done. There are ways to do it. 
but it requires some money and some effort. You typically need a new cover. Often it's a good idea to revise the book a little bit. And I don't really recommend this course if you're doing a relaunch strategy. I mean, if you're wanting to learn the principles of good launching for your next book, that's fine. But just realize it's not going to be quite the right fit if your book is already out. When is it too early for me to go through this course? This course is for folks who have a book coming out in the next 18 months. If it's more than 18 months, I don't think this is the right course for you. I'd actually recommend my other course, Obscure No More, which is about platform building. So I like to think of Obscure No More as like basic training. And the book launch blueprint is like the Normandy invasion plan. So you'll be building your strength, building your platform, building your savviness. And then when you do book launch blueprint, you're well prepared for it. And Obscure No More students get a special discount on book launch blueprint because there is a little bit of overlap and that overlap makes the book launch blueprint a lot easier for people going through book launch blueprint for the first time. Now, the final question a lot of people have is, is there a money back guarantee? Yes, there is. And we have a 30 day money back guarantee. So we want you to be happy with the course. So again, if you would like to go through or learn more about the book launch blueprint, go to booklaunch.fun. This episode's featured patron is Eloise White, author of Soul Inspirations. You'll gain a new relationship with Jesus as you trust him to be your confident healer and life-giving friend. So thank you to Eloise White for being a patron, helping keep this podcast on the air. If you would like to become a patron and support the podcast, you can. We'll have a link in the show notes or just go to authormedia.com slash Patreon. And if you can't afford to become a patron, but you still want to support the show, one way you can do it is by signing up for the book launch blueprint, <laughs> because uh, that is a core way that this podcast gets supported is through the sale of courses. So the free podcast is supported by the paid courses. And the, the whole idea of the courses is that it helps you put into practice the things that you're learning in the podcast. I kind of see each episode of this podcast like a puzzle piece and the courses are the puzzle box and the picture on the box that helps you figure out where all the puzzle pieces go, when to work on which thing and at what time. So if you're feeling overwhelmed with the idea of promoting or marketing your book or launching your book, I really encourage you to go through one of our courses. And the Book Launch Blueprint is a great one to get started with because it will reduce that uncertainty. It'll help you know what to work on and when to work on it. The Novel Marketing Podcast is a production of Author Media. This episode's audio was edited by William Umstadt. The blog post is by Shauna Lettler. The producer is Lori Christine. And I am Thomas Umstadt Jr., your host. To find the blog version of this episode, visit authormedia.com slash 315. And to find out more about the Book Launch Blueprint, visit booklaunch.fun. Thank you for listening and live long and prosper.